Hi, my name is Eric. And I'm Shalila. And this is Are You Still Watching? A podcast about movies and their place in our culture. And today, and for the next couple of episodes, we are going to be talking about uh, all of pop culture, which it turns out was announced on uh, Disney Investors Day, which is, for those who don't know, uh, I think back in 2019 was the first one. In fact, I'm positive on that. Uh, Disney, like, publicized their investors call, which is normally not a public thing. Like, that's only for Disney investors to listen to. And even then, I don't think it's, like, for regular people. I think when they say investors, they mean, like, gigantic firms. But anyway, uh, they publicize it and, like, put it, they put a stream up that you could watch. And everyone on the planet watched it and lost their mind. And as a result, now it looks like it's going to be something they do every year. So the reason we were talking about it is because they announce uh, essentially every major pop culture thing that's going to occur for the next five years because Disney owns everything. <laughs> it's such an interesting fact to learn. Interesting is the most positive word I can say for that. So uh, we are going to do five mini episodes uh, that are going to lead out of this that are going to cover each of their big buckets. So... The episodes that we're going to cover so you can get all the information you would ever need to know about Disney Investors Day and all the things they announced are uh, the following. We're going to do their TV properties. So this is Hulu and FX. Uh, and for those of you who just learned that for the first time, yes, Disney does own Hulu. Uh, we're going to do Lucasfilm as the the second bucket. Uh, so all things Star Wars. Uh, we're going to do Marvel as its own, which is probably the biggest announcements i would think uh walt disney studios on its own so anything involving their live action or animated and then pixar uh as its own bucket so that way uh you know you can tune in to whichever ones you want pick whatever is actually important to you go for it we're we're customized content for our listeners that's what we're doing please enjoy and as always uh tweet at us or tell us about what you're most excited about from disney investors day or if what you're excited about is the continued conglomeration of uh, media <laughs> entertainment across the world. Monopolies. Yeah, if it's monopolies. If that's what you're really into, then then tell us that you're excited about that. This is a safe space. All right, well, the mini-sode starts now. boop 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 All right, so this is our Pixar episode for Disney Investors Day. Pixar had a few announcements, not as many as the others. So I just want to go through these kind of briefly and then... I really would love to hear your thoughts on some of these because whew, some of the, it's just uh this is one of the weirder ones I'm gonna say. So uh here here's what they lined up for us. Here's the slate. All coming to Disney Plus and feature films, but I think at this point some of those feature films are coming to coming to Disney Plus right away. So we first have win or lose, which is Pixar win or lose, to be clear. I kept thinking they were saying winter lose. <laughs> uh win or lose. Pixar's first ever long form animated series which is about a middle school softball team in the week leading up to the championship game. And each episode is told from the perspective of a different character. So there's that. Then we've got two brand new feature films coming in 22, which is Turning Red, uh, which is a movie about a young lady who gets, I guess excited she gets she gets um stressed i i couldn't i don't think i really got what the the instigating factor was 
but I think I think it's excitement, uh, like anxious. I'm not really sure. When that happens, she turns into a giant red panda. Yeah, which is just a twist I didn't really see coming when they said when they were telling us about the movie. <laughs> we'll get back to that. And that's from the director of Bow, by the way, the yes. short. Uh, and then Lightyear, which is the origin story of Buzz Lightyear. <laughs> but but <wait>. importantly, not the toy, but the guy that the toy is based on, which is part of the Toy Story canon. Uh, and Chris Evans will voice that Space Ranger. Uh, we'll come back to that, obviously. Uh, one that was already announced a while ago, but they re-sort of confirmed, is Luca, which I would love to talk with you more about this, but I, there's just no way, I don't know why they're even bothering to market it as anything but Call Me By Your Name, but for kids. Yeah. It's just Call Me By Your Name. Uh, it's Peachless Call Me By Your Name. I was about to say, with mm. one last peach. Nice. Nice. Uh, Disney Plus series, including Inside Pixar, which I think is a documentary thing pixar popcorn which is what they're going to start doing with their shorts because the shorts are no longer part of pixar movies which is sad um doug days which is an up spinoff about doug living with uh carl in suburbia and being a dog uh cars which i think is just being called cars which is confusing, uh, which is uh, basically a sequel to all the movies in which Lightning McQueen and Mater go on a road trip across the country, which, of course, you know, whatever, fun, merchandise, great. Uh, they were like, hey, guess what? Soul, still happening. And then also a short called Burrow, both of which are debuting on Disney Plus on uh, Christmas Day, December 25th. That's it. Those were all of Pixar's announcements, which will be shocking to anyone else who has listened to any of the other episodes because <laughs> by this point, we're like two announcements in. So, um, what's where do we want to start? Do you agree with me these are weird? Like, They're real like, weird. The, 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 especially the, the big two, the Turning Red and Lightyear. Yeah, what a, real and, weird. I'm going to say and Luca. I just... <laughs> They yeah. also just, so, the way Luca is described is just like, just say it's literally just say it's Call Me By Your Name. Because why would you write this sentence? It's a celebration of the friendship between a boy named Luca and his best friend Alberto during their unforgettable summer. Yeah, that's straight up mm. Call Me By Your Name. Let's start with Luca. What a weird place to start. I like it. Here's my, I, I Luca makes me suspicious. <laughs> that's the only Do way tell. to describe it. The trailer for Luca came out a while ago now. Um, I'm reborn. It's been three years since January 2020, so I don't know. But uh, uh, sometime. Um, and what confuses me thus far is that every trailer for Luca looks like, kind of like not joking, it looks like Call Me By Your Name. It looks like two young Italian kids having <laughs> a summer of friendship and possibly romance, but probably not. Because it's from the Walt Disney Corporation and Pixar. But maybe. And that's it. Like, that's that's it. End sentence there. When the hell has any Pixar movie ever been normal? Ever. Once. Never is the answer. So, yeah. Luca makes me... Sus what the hell is Luca actually about? That's what I'm getting okay, at. Okay, but do you not know? Do you not know what it's about? Because they kind of... No, I don't know. I'm going to, I'm about to tell you, I'm very excited to hear your live reaction. It's not as like a spoiler. Okay, right. This is, this is information that Disney has willingly released. 
Oh, great. I just So, well, kind of. Okay, so here's the background. Uh, the uh, they had to talk about all of this because uh, words started to leak online that the company had trademarked the name. So they had to like release all this information. So it was a little under duress, but I kind of like that. Like, oh yeah, you know, like that gets me going. Like you hold Disney, uh, new ransom. <laughs> you do that, hackers. But to answer your question, uh, basically the guy who's making it is like, oh, it's a deeply personal story for me because it's set in the Italian Riviera, but it's about childhood friendships. But the important thing is that... Um, our film will feature an unforgettable summer adventure that will fundamentally change Luca. So basically what happens is he doesn't know a dark secret about his true identity. He is a sea monster from another world just below the water surface what? that seeks to threaten <laughs> their bond. Wait, what the hell? Yeah. So it's either either Luca or his best friend Alberto. One of them are a sea monster from another world just below the water's surface. Okay, stick with me here. So you're telling me that Pixar made Call Me By Your Name and they said that's not enough. We're going to do Call Me By Your Name Shape of Water. Yes, that's exactly that's what, what they, they did. did. That is exactly that's what, what they, they did. did. <laughs> they saw both of those movies and thought, but for kids. Yeah. <laughs> But for kids. Uh, okay. I don't know how many reactions I have. Is it, <laughs> what does sea monster mean? Is it going to be like Call Me By Your Name where it's just kind of a fish dude? Like Aquaman? Or is it going to be like a, like a snake? Like a full bore sea serpent? You know what I mean? Or is it like an octopus? Because then you get into some weird territory. I feel my first reaction is to say and to imagine that the queer subtext will be out of this world. It'll be yeah. The, the the meter will be on ten. Yeah, the way they've described it is real is real real game. Right? He's a sea serp- he's a sea monster and it threatens the world and whatever, so they can't be together because he's not actually one of their kind and exactly. that's whatever. Blah 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 and blah. He's blah. hiding yeah. who he really is. Right. Literally, Luca shares all these adventures with his newfound best friend, but all the fun is threatened by a deeply held secret. All right, just say you're gay. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly, right? Wow. So, okay, do, are they going for it? Is Pixar going for it? Are they are they pulling the trigger? What do you think? I think that the question here isn't like yes or no, because they will never, I will almost never be like a black or white answer. The question is like, how far do you push the scale of, of, of presumption? Like what percentage do you think they're owning up to this? I'm giving it like a, like a, like a soft, maybe hard 65, like 65%. So you don't think, in. you don't think it's going to be a hard, true, yes, they're going for it. No. They're not going to piff off, piss off the well, conservative fair, mom I think, I think we can hold off on, on this for the next maybe like six months and see how they frame the marketing. Because if they're being real mm. kind of like yeah. sus about it, then I think they're going to go 100. But if they're, if they start releasing some details, then I don't think they're going to commit. Ah, yeah, I'm with you on that. Okay. I, I, wow. I don't know how I missed that. That's really truly fascinating um i i just can't get that out of my mind that is exactly what that sounds like is that they in the in the calendar year the film year of 2017 or whatever it was they saw both of those movies nominated for an oscar and they thought money pot (laughs) we got it (laughs) jack like we have absolutely figured it out we know what our next thing is going to be we're going to make the children's version of call me by your shape of water and that's (laughs) just a fascinating <laughs> choice for children okay cool well that's luca uh turning red girl turns into a panda a red panda yeah i have i 
what's up with this, do you think? Well, here's the thing. I, I Obviously, it's weird. It's weird. Yeah, that's the first thing. Yeah. The second thing is, I actually have a lot of faith, as I think many people would when they realize that she did bow in Domeshi. Like, she just seems... Yeah. like. Considering that Bao is obviously also similarly real weird, especially if you just heard the synopsis of Bao the way we are hearing the synopsis of Turning Red without having watched it. And you'd be like, what? You know? Um, But obviously, not only is it, it's Mm. like 50% like artistic statement and 50% like a really, really cool way to to express your emotions as a, you know, I don't know if it's like a Chinese American boy or like the, the bond between him and his mother. But all of, like, the way to express those very specific cultural emotions, I think were done in a very creative and cool way. Um, obviously, it wasn't exactly for me. I'm not that person, but I know that, I know a lot of my friends who are that person felt very strongly about how good it was. Um, and uh, I have faith that whatever she is going for here will probably be a well-done exploration of whatever teenage metaphor she is trying to pull out. Like, I don't know whether it's, like, the panda stands for like being too much yourself or like literally some kind of like mental illness of some kind or um i don't know just struggles with something or like being too much your culture in you know a world where you can't do that or things like that but i I have faith like i literally do not know it's complete blind faith but i bet it's cool yeah no i think that's fair like i mean i you know bow was amazing so i i think that is a, a really fair feeling to stick with it on I think what I'm, what I am more, uh, I guess, stuck with, stuck on, is the description of it given by, honestly, I don't even know who was speaking. Was it Pete Doctor? I don't know who it was that was doing it. Um, I think it was when he was talking about the movie. But what he described it as, so he said, in Turning Red, uh, Mei Lee, who is the the, uh, 13-year-old girl in question, Described her as a confident and dorky 13-year-old torn between staying uh, her mother's dutiful daughter and the chaos of adolescence uh, as if her changes to her interests, relationships, and body weren't enough. Whenever she gets too excited, she poofs into a giant red panda. So do they mean horny? Another important part is that she is apparently a a big devotee to a boy band. I'm assuming... It's going to be like a BTS kid, right? That's my oh assumption. Oh my God, it's me. Okay. Nice. You just hit on what I'm talking about, though. Doesn't it kind of seem like it's a puberty movie? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that seems like it. I kind of like that, though. And That's different. Getting excited. Like, they keep saying adolescence excitement is what poofs her poof into a giant rip. <laughs> it, de- it definitely sounds like, right? Yeah, I'm <laughs> like, with I'm you. not crazy, I but it, it sounds sexual. Like, basically, her, her sexual awakening, she's, quote, poofing into a giant panda whenever she gets, quote, excited. What I'm tasteful not, big mouth. I don't mean confused. Yes. I'm not confused because I think it's going to be bad. I'm confused because it seems wildly mature for Pixar. Yeah. Yeah. Just based on the description alone. And I, I mean, I guess that's kind of silly. Like, Pixar has dealt with, what, like, uh, a death by your partner and the choice to basically go on or leave the earth uh like all kinds of things right they've dealt with weird like class issues race issues genocide or or eugenics rather in incredibles all kinds of stuff so it's not like they're they're against doing 
like adult topics, quote unquote. This just feels like a very specific, like it's a kid entering into adulthood, uh, age-ish, and and the description really makes it sound like the whole thing is meant to be a metaphor for teen sexuality in a way that I'm shocked is coming out of a Disney-owned property, I guess. That's what I'm getting at. Yeah, that's fair. Shocked and depressed, I suppose. Yeah, I mean, I, I hope it's good. It sounds interesting. I, I guess it's just, I think it's sort of what we were talking about before with um, on, our, on our Disney episode, uh, what we were and or will be, if you haven't heard it yet, uh, what we were talking about with Encanto, I, 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 uh, or uh, in Beauty and the Beast, rather, it just makes me a little suspicious. It makes me a little like, ooh, boy, this seems like the kind of thing that could go real wrong really fast. Like, in, in, in a, especially in the hands of, of a big old corporation like this, I, it makes me a little nervous. Yeah, I share your feelings. I think I'm just reserving emotions until we know more. Um, and or it just comes out. Yeah. Well, like you said, the director's great, so. Yeah. I guess we just have to have to trust. Um, I have no thoughts to say on Cars or Doug. They just seem <laughs> fun. I mean, what thoughts could you have on like a, it's clearly just a show about a dog right. getting to say squirrel, whatever. I have no thoughts on that. So, I mean, I think what that really lands us on is Buzz Lightyear, Lightyear. of course. <laughs> I'm a, I mean, okay, well, before we do that, let me say this. Do you have any thoughts on the middle, middle school softball team movie? Nah, I got nothing. Sports. Okay. Here's the only thing I know. You're the sports one, is what we've discovered. You're the <laughs> okay. You're well, I don't sports. care about this fictional <laughs> middle school. Let me, wait, let me let me send it over to you the right way. Yeah. And now to Shalila at our sports desk. Uh, what do you feel about win or lose? Uh, oh, thank you, Eric. You're going to be our sports reporter. Yeah, well, that Here, title was thrust upon me, and uh, I will take it. Yeah. yeah. Here's my only thought on this. I'm a wee bit worried. Based only, again, on the way that they pitched it in the meeting. Like, meeting? What? In the presentation. They <laughs> Were you in the boardroom? <laughs> was I in the boardroom? Uh, Iger, right next to me. Um, they had, like, a whole behind-the-scenes presentation-y thing where they were like, here's how it came about for our first ever animated series. And it was, it was the, the, I think it was the main writer or the director or somebody, producer, pitching it. And they were like, we, I think it was about Up. They are like, we were making Up. And it was me. And it was my partner, whatever, you know, like, like writing partner, production partner. Uh, I don't know the woman's name, but whatever. I'm going to call her Ashley and this individual, who I don't know his name either. <laughs> so what a good story I'm telling. Here's the point. He was, ba- like, the, the way it was pitched was basically like, I thought of, I, the situation in front of us happened and I thought, wow, that went so well. And Ashley was like, wow, that went terrible. And what it made us realize is people can have such different perspectives about the same event. Doesn't that, see, you groaned. That's exactly what I did. (laughs) That's. Oh no. Exactly. That is exactly the reaction Uh, that I had. And that's what makes me already very like, oh God. (laughs) Is this going to be like a. Everyone has an opinion worth saying. There's good people. Everyone should be treated with respect and goodness. And it's okay to have different perspectives because we see it in different ways. And so it's okay. And, you know, the bad guy and Republicans just hold hands. Yes. 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 It it wouldn't all be better if we just talked and understood each other's perspectives. 
that's exactly mm. how I felt about it. Thank you for mm. for vocally confirming. <laughs> mm. Yeah, that's yeah. my only thought. It it makes me a little icky. So I, I we'll see, but I don't know. We'll see. Um also be I will say this. It'll be interesting to see if Pixar can handle a TV show. Like a, a long form animated show, not a not a you know, Doug sounds like it's gonna be sort of vignette short form. Yeah. Uh It'll be interesting to see if, if you know, uh, I don't agree with these people, but I have a lot of friends that get annoyed at Pixar because of the emotion side and they get annoyed that they're very emotional in an hour to 45, two hour movie. It'll be interesting to see how they can handle something that will be inevitably, I would assume, much longer, right? Uh, whatever, 10 episodes. Yeah. Uh, it'll be interesting to see how they handle like the emotional journey that we're all used to across much longer time period. Um... Anyway, that brings us, of course, to the keystone, really, of the whole Disney presentation. Lightyear. <laughs> How do we feel about Lightyear? I, I, We're baffled. I kind of love it, but I also understand why people immediately went, oh, for God's sake, and they threw their hands up in the air. <laughs> like, I get it. I, I do. I, I don't know. I what, what, Do you have any thoughts on it? Do you have any feelings on it? Are you... I, you oh, well... You've seen Toy Story, of course. We I've watched all the Pixar's. Yeah, we yeah I love Toy Story. Them, right. Love them. Do you feel like you needed to know about Buzz Lightyear, the man you know, who inspired this the toy? This is shocking. <laughs> it didn't come to mind. Uh, but I have recently learned that there was a Buzz Lightyear cartoon, which I suppose everyone else knew, but I didn't. Buzz Lightyear, uh, yeah, Star Command. Good. Yeah. So yeah, it was fun. Is that, does that matter? Are we going to, is that, that canon going to be maintained? Was anything Here's even worth maintaining? Maintain- I can speak English. Maintaining? I can't figure out whether or not... Is it about a real guy? Does that make sense? Like, no, I don't I don't mean a real person like in the real world. Is Lightyear... Is this going to be a movie about an astronaut who then inspired the fictional mm. mythos of Buzz Lightyear, who is a space ranger? Or is it about... Exactly. Is it about the movie of which the toy Buzz Lightyear is based on, which is about Lightyear the Space Ranger? I mean, from the way they're framing it, it sounds like the former, but what I've always imagined my entire life, I guess, is the latter. That's, yeah, exactly. Yep. I, I did too, but I don't, I don't really know. I don't actually remember the... <laughs> Let me hang on a minute. Oh, God. I don't want to play this out loud. <laughs> yes, that's fine. I allow you to use whatever cookies you want. Okay. Sorry, listeners, for hearing that same opening three times. <laughs> sure, that yeah, was fun for you. Yeah, the whole thing. It says nothing. Okay, let's see. <laughs> I'm watching the thing. We got Lightyear. There's lots of letters, very bright lights. Then it said Lightyear across the front. No, it's just lights and then the logo. That's it? There's no... What? I thought there would be at least an image or something. Oh, my God. It's just lights. Yeah. And then the picture of, of, uh, of what's-his-face... I guess that was just a still image that they showed. Okay, well, whatever. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I, like I said, I completely get why people rolled their eyes. I do. <laughs> I, I get it. It's very annoyingly pedantic, and it feels like a. <laughs> it feels like they were like, "All right, well, we Star Wars and we marveled. We may as well do the same thing to Toy Story. <laughs> like, we may as well just build it. Like, I'm assuming if Lightyear does well, the next step is to do oh, man. a freaking Woody movie and do a what are the cowboy? You know, the fiction of the cowboy and everything else. Like, 
I get why that would be annoying, but <laughs> as a child who loved Buzz Lightyear, not even the TV show, just the character and just the toy, and <laughs> my brother loved it. It was fun to play with the toy and everything else and all the adventures. I'm into it, man. I was immediately was like, what? That's such a great idea. <laughs> Buzz Lightyear, but not the toy. The guy. What a brilliant stroke. <laughs> like, I it worked. It it absolutely. It's the, worked I mean, on me. it's really weird, but it's also the like the most inoffensively weird thing. Like nobody can be like mad about it. Like you can't be like, ah, no, screw that. <laughs> you're either like that's weird and I want to watch it, or you're like that's weird. Yeah. You know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> which is which is kind of a great thing. <laughs> <laughs> or you just roll your eyes. Yeah, I guess. I think I'm happier with this than I would be with a Toy Story five announcement. I, I'm kind of good with the, and I know I'm saying that because I'm not obviously I'm not really the target group. Yeah, they, but they tied the bow on that. I feel twice. like I've, I've we've got yeah. kind of the. I, I think we may have run the gamut on the stories. You can tell with those same toys. Look at us. Yes, exactly. Uh, and we po- we talked about that on our on our Toy Story uh, or our, on our Pixar episode of like, didn't we just do this? Didn't we just fit it? Like, didn't we already have our closure like a couple of years ago? Um. So I, I I would rather this be the future than to continue pumping out more closure <laughs> that I don't need. I'm good. We, we figured that out. Um, and, you know, I think Disney and Tim Allen are at odds. So I don't think there is much of a future for that character and the, those franchises. So if they want to keep paying Chris Evans money and they want to stick him in a Buzz Lightyear animated movie... I mean, why not? And in the same vein, go find somebody who can voice young Tom Hanks as uh, as Woody in a probably Woody cowboy movie. I sure like it. It's it like you just said. I it, an offensive seems like a good way to put it. Yeah, good for them. This feels like the epitome of them being like, we can do literally anything, and then they did it. Yeah, yeah. I, I okay. Here, well, let me ask you this. Let me let me put forward this. Here's a here's a loaded question. The one that'll make Pixar mad. I have a vague memory. We talked about this on the Pixar podcast. I have a vague memory of there being an apology of sorts that came out of Pixar after Cars 2, where they basically kind of apologized to people. They said, we know this isn't at our normal bar of quality, but the fact is we needed to finance Brave. Like that was essentially the reason. It was like we needed to finance our future projects. And we all know that Cars made truly hand over fist print your own money build your own nation money off of their merchandise <laughs> like just <laughs> crazy so uh do you think lightyear is it a merchandise grab like i i guess what i'm asking is like as cynically as possible do you think it's a merchandise grab uh 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 more than anything else? Like, is it a way just to sell new Buzz Lightyear toys and and renew that in the same way that they're obviously bringing cars back to keep that franchise or the merchandise line going? Is that the purpose? Or do you think there is something more happening here? So I think yes. And also, I, I wonder if this is them kind of dipping their toes into the water to see if people in the world care about getting more Toy Story content that isn't movies. Like, more, more TV shows, basically. Like, more limited animated series of Woody's uh, getting lost in the backyard adventures or something like that. And they're like, I wonder if people will take to this and then we'll do more 
But I also hesitate on that one because the people who would be watching this movie are not necessarily the kids who would then watch more Toy Story content. So I don't know. It just feels to me like they had this long list of all their properties and they checked off every single one of them except for Toy Story. And they were like, well, we got that one left. What's something that we could do with it? Which obviously is not what they did, but that's how my brain is seeing Disney right now. I think it's strange, to your point that you just said, I think it's weird they didn't do The Incredibles. How is there not an Incredibles announcement? Right. In the world, I mean, they announced 10 new Marvel shows. Disney owns the most profitable superhero franchise on the planet by many, many, many leagues. How do they not, how is Pixar, either for what you just said, because they're checking boxes, or for my position of like maybe cynical merchandise reasons, how are they not doing a, a the world of Incredibles show? Maybe that's next you year. Know, not not following <laughs> the, the characters, but like, you know, all the people that you see that are on those files or whatever, like... Where's Gazer Beam? He's the only one I ever remember. I don't know why. Yeah. Like, where's all the, <laughs> the the people that we hear Edna yell about getting their capes sucked up? Like, there are so many cool infinite characters. Infinite number of episodes and movies and whatevers that you could do. You know, even like you said, like young Incredibles, like you know, Mister Incredible and Elastigirl in their prime when they're young and running around that kind of thing. Like, where's that seemingly obvious grab? Because Lightyear. The movie based on the movie that Buzz Lightyear is based on does not feel like the most <laughs> obvious one. That feels like it was a couple pages down in the legal pad that they brought to the meeting. I, I, I just confusing. I don't know. I, I, I'm really curious about this one. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I don't, I don't have anything. <laughs> well, that's Pixar, uh, the shortest one. Which I guess that's not surprising. Pixar is always small, but uh, you know, limited number of movies, but always, always very commanding of uh, culture's attention. So we'll see about any of those, I guess. And uh, you and I can watch Soul on Christmas Day. All right. Well, this has been the Pixar episode of Disney Investors Day, and uh, we will see you very soon for our next episode of either Disney Investors Day or. Whatever else we put out next. Bye, everybody. Boop, 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 boop. All right. Thank you for listening to our Disney Investor Day episode. Uh, this has been one of several episodes. Uh, if you enjoyed the Investor's Day episodes and uh, you'd like to talk with us about any of the things that they announced, uh, you can either follow us and or tweet at us at AYSWPod. Uh, on Twitter. Uh, you'll also find Shaliba and I's Twitter accounts on there as well. Alternatively, we are on Patreon, uh, which is patreon.com slash AYSW. We would love to uh, have your support if you want so that we can keep delivering these super professional products straight to your ears. Uh, and we will see you for our next episode, which will either be a continuation of our Disney series called The Walt Discussions uh, or something else we don't really know what because there's still no movies coming out but we'll let you know until then see you next time everybody